What's up, daddies? I got a couple big announcements. Merch is coming just in time for the holiday season. And next week, we're going to launch Power Moves with MikeBurns.com, which will be the one-stop shop for the sophisticated daddy. Do you need a My Carl Welzine pillow to cozy up with all winter long? Of course you do. You gotta get one. Oh boy, I can't even believe this is going to happen. Also, with Thanksgiving landing on a Thursday, we're going to drop the next episode on the Wednesday before Ving, so you can properly ramp up for the big weekend and either blow off that last day of work or be able to enjoy the program on your way to visit the fam and friends, because we care about the daddies. All right, meeting adjourned. Today on Power Moves, a drunk Florida woman steals a lobster from Red Lobster, a guy crashes his car into a courthouse to report his stolen drugs, a teacher punched some racist asshole student in the face, Stone Cold Steve Austin quit drinking beer, we're going to take a deep dive into Oakland Raiders owner Mark Davis, Brooks, of course, is back on his bullshit, and as always, the daddy's p-mail comes with the hot fire, live from Los Angeles, woo, California! You're tuned into Power Moves with your host, me, Mike Burns. Somebody give me an oh hell yeah, WLZN. Sing it, Rich. Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging paps. Natty lied with no class. Blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Everybody, daddies. It what was is that? your boy what, Mike that, Burns? That was terrible. What up, everybody, daddies? What up, everybody, daddies? Mm, so it's like you're doing buckwheat, doing dusty roads. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And also, your oh hell yeah at the beginning. This sounded like dead Steve. Like any any last words? Oh hell yeah. yeah. Those are like you know. I'm just getting the getting the goop out of my throat. Sure, but I mean, I haven't talked a, a whole lot yet. Oh hell yeah. Somebody give me an all hell yeah. That was better, but it's better, yeah. Yeah, you're getting better already. Well, um, I, I don't claim to be a professional. Joining me <laughs> no, as no, no, always, you never have. on the program, say hello to B dubs, Brooks Whelan in the hills. I'm, I'm here. I'm chilling. Uh I got a passport this morning. I new renewed my passport, saw a real uh crazy situation where I left the post office because i was pretty sure guns were about to be drawn wow yeah some uh some I'm people jealous. some people no dude it was scary some people wanted to know where their package was and they were screaming and uh it was drugs for sure and you described this as something out of an episode of it looked like atlanta, atlanta. i felt like i was in the middle of an atlanta like episode Paperboy and what's it, the what's it was the paper boy and, and then another white dude who were just screaming where's my package bro Where's my package, bro? And I was, I was just like, I just want a new passport so I can camp in Mexico. And they just screamed, "Where's my package, bro?" And then they're like, "Did they say it was important?" He said, "This is." They were saying, "This is important." This is the, the white guy. I'm doing a white guy voice right now. Uh-huh. And he's going, "It's fucking important. This is fucking my life." <laughs> he kept saying that was his life, and that means 
drugs. It's a hundred percent drugs. Yeah, and then he goes, "This my roommate. He's the only one who would have been there." And we live in a studio, so we would know. And I'm like, stop screaming that you have a roommate in a studio apartment. And you said he was draped in Supreme gear. Oh, Supreme. If, if, if you're he not had, familiar, Supreme is a uh, is is like the hot uh, streetwear brand. I didn't, I didn't even tell you. He had very, a, very expensive. He had a Supreme fanny pack, not on, but like wearing it like a purse. Oh, no. Like draped over, you know what I mean? Like... Like uh, over a shoulder. What a fuckboy hype beast, man. Oh, that gosh. Is, that it was unreal. nuts. I, I was like, normally I like to watch stuff like that, but I was like, can we can we move this along? I really, <laughs> like, you should be calling the cops right now, and I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, a, a gunplay could have uh, definitely entered the picture. It was because on my podcast, Entry Level, I interviewed Taylor Williamson, who worked in a post office, and he said that anytime you get a next day delivery with no return address... Don't send it. It's drug related. Yeah. What is what's in the package, sir? That's yeah. so important. So it's important. So yeah, then, just tell us what it is, because what is it like? Uh, like a an heirloom, like a, your mother's a uh, favorite vase. One hundred percent. So no, it, it's drugs. Here's here's just a quick power, like just a uh, power moves lesson for the daddies out there. If you're if you're sending drugs, put a fake. Just make up an address and put it on there because no return address means drugs. Then they have the cops come check it out. And then what they do is the cops call you back in to be like, hey, we missed your package. And then when you come in, you're arrested. So that's what happens. When I was in high school, our uh, my buddy Taco, um, there was a guy who ran a, a cassette, like a hip hop rap tape store. And he also, of course, sold drugs on the side. And he had my friend Taco go pick up a pound of weed like a brick mm -hmm. from the from the uh, post office, uh, so that and then he would give him a cut and yeah. and instead Taco just kept the whole thing, rolled them all into joints, a whole pound of weed into joints, well, that's and just a, that's like two days worth of chilling. Yeah, and just avoided this guy forever, never paid him the money. Right, like he was just like. You know, cocky high school kid, like, mm -hmm. it's drugs. What are you going to do? Go to the fucking police? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I I did the lamest thing ever. I was going to Coachella, like, two years ago, and we were with some, like, cute girls or whatever, and this mm -hmm. girl, like, had some a Some babes, you say? Some Yeah, some real, wow. some, some daddies. Mm. And they're super cool, and <laughs> one of them had, like, a joint. She's like, hold on, let me throw this in my purse. As we're walking up to the gate, I go, ah, don't worry about it. And I just put it... Um, I was wearing a hat. I just threw it in my hat. Uh -huh. And then I walked up and the guy was like, I, I saw you do that. Jesus And Christ. I was like, well, man. And he was like, just throw it away. And I was like, can I go put it back in her car? He goes, no, throw it away. And so instead <laughs> of looking so cool in front of this. Throw it away and then I'll take it. In front, in front of this cool girl, I was like, give me your joint. And then I had to throw it in the garbage. You blew <laughs> it, was, it. It was the opposite of a power You blew move. it. Wow. That is... That, that is not going to impress the babes. It did when you not get their drugs impress the babes. Away. No, no, that was very unimpressive. We got a jam-packed show, Brooke, so we got to rock and roll right into it. Let's get into it, I. Let's get into it. Trying to do my thing. Whoa, we got a Sebastian Bach over there. Get now. a little. Uh, yeah, see, I'm getting warmed up. Yeah, getting nah. warmed up. Getting hot. Here's what we should do before we start recording these burns. Talk for three minutes or scream. Yeah. I could just scream it out. You should have gone over to the post office and yelled about where your mail was. <laughs> Where's my mail? This is my life. This is my life. I need to know those student loan debts are still coming. So last week I was trying to be real good. I didn't drink for four days. And I'm like, you know what? I just need a full on break from booze. I need to chill out 
you know, and it's not like I'm going super hard, but when you're drinking, like I'm drinking a six pack and then splitting a bottle of wine on a Tuesday and that <laughs> I mean, sort of thing. It's, it's what could be considered alcoholism for sure. I think it's more of a, more of a relaxation problem where I, I find relaxation <laughs> on, in the evening times and be able to turn my brain off so the demons stop screaming. And, uh, but sometimes you got to take a step back and I did. And then, uh, the world started on fire here in Los Angeles. It's insane. Uh, sent good vibes uh, to everyone who has suffered from Power the fires, vibes, man. Power vibes. Power vibes. I love that Brooks. Thank you for th- thinking on the fly. And I, I've I, said it like three times on Saturday. I was just like, fuck it. And I just, I went to pop man's house and I got booze bagged up on the uh, porch and, uh, immediately regretted it. It's like, I was feeling so good. Why did you? Yeah, you regret it Sunday. But what happened? What, where was I Saturday that you were rocking and I was somewhere. Oh, I don't know where you were Saturday. Weren't you were supposed to? That was Friday. I was going to go to the Kern River. Friday, you were supposed to go on a camping trip to the Kern River with, with my, Carl with Hess. With my boyfriend, Carl Hess. your boyfriend, Carl Hess. And then... But daylight savings fucks everything up, man. Right. In the middle, it was about 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock, we're getting ready to go. And Carl's over here in full camping regalia with a giant backpack, and his, he's got his hatchet. He's got his uh his his uh Danast. He'd made sandwiches da- for the fancy boots, not va- Vasque, I don't know. He made brand. sandwiches and everything. He but made then sandwiches. I, then I did the math. I'm like, because we we're gonna go get a camping spot up on the river, and then I was like, by the time we get there, it's a three hour drive. It's gonna be fucking dark because this fucking daylight saving shit. So uh, we so just it, went and got hammered at the Echo Park Lake. Yeah, you and your boyfriend went and had a romantic wine date at the Echo Park Lake. We did. Came back here, lit up like fucking Christmas All right, relax. trees. I was having, we were having a nice time. We were rocking. Well, I need to tell what happened is that you come home and if you got a, you got a fancy bottle of wine because you like to go to Lou Wine, where a place that Psychic has organic... Wines. Carl loves foot, wine. Foot-stomped uh, natural wines. Sure. And you get a bad bottle. Oh, we did. It was it was it was bad. You get a skunked, rotten bottle of wine. It was so bad, but we were like still drinking it. And Carl won't drink it. <laughs> Carl so won't. you announce it's up to me. <laughs> and then you take a large like a pint glass sized glass and try and fit the rest of the wine into the glass. And you don't stop pouring when it's okay. when it's overflowed. This, it sound like- yeah, this is what happened. And then it went all over the couch and Carl, I hear Carl like you got wine all over the couch and it's all over your jeans and your new gray sweatshirt you bought. And Brooks, I hear Brooks scream. Why well, already shit on that couch? It doesn't matter. That couch is trash. <laughs> okay. And then you well. go into the kitchen and I'm making some lovely twice baked potatoes and you got this. This, you got like the red mouth and the teeth and just like a crazed wine person. All right, all right. And you say, look what I did. And then you look down and you go, what are these? And you stuck your finger <laughs> in both of my twice-baked mash. Not twice both, baked, one of them. One of them. I, go, I, I, I wanted to see if they were, cut your throat. I wanted to see if they were done yet. Unbelievable. Hey, man, I don't know. I don't know. Booger fingies in my, I, I in my nice your, meal. Hey, man, me and Carl were supposed to be up at the Kern really relaxed. Whose so. fault was that? Carl, he had an audition. <laughs> we were going to leave at fucking 9 a.m. So the next day, or I think this is two days later, um, something must have happened because I got up in the morning and I went and picked up. I noticed one of my, the framed Jake the Snake Roberts photos. Well, this was from a long time ago. This when is, did this happen? I well, thought this was a result of this. No, this, no, this no. Weekend. This is from me. This is ridiculous. you got to run some of these stories by me, Prince. This was literally just for me opening up the drawer and it pulling the <laughs> it pulled like it knocked the Jake the Snake Roberts 
framed photo off and I put it back together. I thought pretty good and I put it up there. And I was like, Burns will never know. You balanced the frame all together. That was just so from when me I recording picked, my episode. When I picked it up, it just all fell apart. Yeah, and then Brooks is like, I help. And then comes over with some super glue and it's a wood frame. It's not going to work. This is boring. Yeah, no, this is fantastic. I picked, I mean, that's a, that's a funny, funny anecdote. I broke the Jake the Snake thing. Yeah, but I then know. I thought I fixed it. It was just from opening up a drawer. All right. What is it? Do you have any other thangs this week? Um, well, my thing, my, my thing is the Echo Park Lake. It's real nice. It's my new thang. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm about to head out on tour. So uh, I'll be in uh, Tallahassee tomorrow. And then uh, I'm going to be in St. Louis over Thanksgiving. And then I'm going to be in Oxnard, California. And then I'm going to be in uh, Dallas, Texas. And then I'm going to be in Lincoln, Nebraska. So cool. if you're a daddy, come to any of those shows and say what's up. Brooks, you've got a residual check this week. Yeah, I get residuals. I am, I am fascinated by because okay. I forgot that you did this. I forget I did this too sometimes. Brooks uh, got a residual check for what is it, eighteen dollars and forty nine cents for when he was on Hawaii Five O, <laughs> the new version of Hawaii Five O. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. how many years ago? Was that five, five years ago? No, three? no, that was that was three years ago. Well, you did something on set that I find hilarious. Oh, yeah. Hawaii Five-0 is not a comedy. Here's how I got on Hawaii Five-0, by the way. I was just in um, Hawaii with my old skank of a fiancé and um, <laughs> getting engaged like a fucking idiot. And uh, and um, I was posting photos because we were just in Hawaii. And then I just get get hit up by my agent. She's like... Hey, do you want to be in Hawaii Five-0? And I was like, yeah, more than anything. That sounds hilarious. Because I guess some person who was on Hawaii Five-0 just saw I was in Hawaii and was like, hey, he should be on the show because I was gramming about it. And then, yeah, then I went and I was on Hawaii Five-0. Uh, we'll post a photo on the Power Moves. Oh, we um, have to. Yeah, because it's the the best part was the um, guy, I can't think of his name, who who played, uh, he's in Lost. Uh-huh. He, Daniel Day Kim, I think is his name. He's awesome. He's in Lost. He was the dude who arrests me and like interrogates me in Hawaii Five O. Right. And he's obsessed with Saturday Night Live, and I'm obsessed with Lost. So we spent like I was there for a week shooting. We would go out, and then I would just ask him Lost questions, and then he would ask me Hawaii Five O questions. It was the best. But I want to hear about what you got. You got chastised from the director. The director freaked out on me day one uh, because so here's how ridiculous this episode is. Here's how out of ideas they were, and it's still happening. Um, I walk up to, uh, we're supposed me and this girl, who was my girlfriend, I guess, we're picking flowers or some shit out, and uh, we walk, we we see money on the ground. I'm like, grab the money, grab the money, and then we we find out where the money's coming from. It's from an old an old man who's been shot with a bow and arrow, and mm -hmm. then he has a briefcase with money, just and the money's flying out of it. And we're the the line that we're supposed to go is. Oh no. And then it cuts to like, Hawaii forever. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know how the fucking, and I've never seen an episode. I've only seen the part of the episode I was in. But uh, so I, I go up and I see the dead body and I go, Oh no. And then I look straight into the camera <laughs> and I go, Somebody better call Hawaii 5 0. <laughs> and the director was this woman. She goes, Cut. Absolutely not. No, no. 
no. And she comes up, she goes, I don't, I don't know who you are, um, but this is not a joke. This is a very expensive operation. Stick to the lines. I was like, I'm sorry. I thought that would be funny. And she's like, it's not funny. You're costing these people their days. Uh, and then the other <laughs> thing, fucking dick. Yeah. The other thing, you that have I, one line loser. Yeah. Then the other thing that I did same day, uh, I finished a banana, like, and we're in the jungle and I was like, what should I do with this banana? And the guy was like, just throw it. It's biodegradable. Um, so the banana peel. So he's chucked his banana <laughs> peel. Yeah. Into the jungle. Totally fine. And then I finished a bottle of water and in front of a bunch of people, I just chucked it into the, this protected preserve. Uh-huh. Uh, and I go, what? He says to throw your trash here. <laughs> like <I'm pointing laughs> at this sound guy. And he's like, I said, banana, man. Trash is trash. Yeah. It was, it was very funny. I of course went and got the, uh, the uh, bio, the fucking water bottle. I have one more thing. Uh, Brooks tends to get up a bit earlier, or Brooks, I think, gets up about the same time as I do. But he 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 goes out of the house, and I sit in panic in my bedroom with the door. I shut get up at like eight 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 thirty every day. Yeah, I, I like I like to get up about ten fifteen. You come 10, out of your 4. house or your your room around one. Yeah, I get up. I'm I'm doing stuff on the internet. I'm getting I'm getting the job done. Brooks had left, and I got up and uh, went into the potty and. Um, there's just, you know, toilet paper. It's like you blow your nose or whatever and you throw it in this. And you don't flush because you got to save water. And that's mm-hmm. and you got to be you got to be environmentally conscious. Sure. So I pee onto the onto the toilet paper. Oh, this is a terrible story. And, I don't really like what's happening. And then I uh, I flushed the toilet. Okay. And it was doo-doo underneath there. And Brooks had taken a shower, had pooped and then taken a shower and forgot to flush. Dude, this So this story. chili dust up comes up. <laughs> Like a fucking molten volcano that I'm not. How do we know ex- it wasn't your girlfriend? It was not. How do we know? Because she was gone before you got up in the morning. Uh, well, I might not have done anything. I guarantee it was not her. It, she is very. I, I'm gonna. <laughs> if we if we had to put it to a jury, to to of your peers or of the daddies out there, I'm gonna guess they're gonna after listening to this show. Anyway, the point is, I just threw up. <laughs> <laughs> So I, did this happen? I, it was like three days ago and I saved it in here in the docket for the show so I could share it with you now. So I, I puke immediately, just like water and whatever I drank that morning all over Brooks's duty and then watched it just go down oh, the bowl. I don't know, man. It was I, so, mine or your girlfriend's was, jury's out, it man. It was vile. It was vile. <laughs> and t- I sat there on the edge of the tub afterwards and I had to think like, what has my life come to? <laughs> I'm throwing up on my roommate Brooks's duty. And I don't know, man. Or your girlfriend's. You know I am. I refuse. I'd be okay with hers. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound. Hey, that doesn't sound like trying me, to man. do my thing. Cool yeah. segment, Burns. All right, uh, let's check in with our buddy Bill. This Big was toilet. really just you airing your grievances um, instead of you telling me what goes wrong during the week. Instead of you like being like, you, "Hey, man, you've got to make a list. This you is just your time. save it and then ambush me on this podcast. This is your time to vent grievances, Brooks. Right, <laughs> you're well, not I, picking up well, on it. You're yet. a grump, and you make me you you send out <laughs> your Mike Burns sends out the worst vibes of any roommate I've ever had, and it's I'm because and I'm tired I need, of it. I need quiet time, and Brooks won't stop talking, so, and that just makes me want it. My head's gonna explode. Well, all right, fine. We're gonna turn next we week. We're, next week, we're gonna turn this into the uh, what's that? What's that? Seinfeld? Yes. Where they the errands of grievances? Festivus. Festivus. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you're ambushing me, and I don't know if I like it. All right. Well, I mean, on guard. 
time to check in with our buddy Bill Big Toilet. Uh, we're not going to do a Big Bill uh, Toilet uh, segment this week. He had a, a, a very, very uh, uh, bad loss in his family, and we just want to send out power vibes to Big Toilet. Um, you know, we're thinking about you, pal. And uh, no, we, are, we I'm dead serious. We're not going to rip on Big Toilet. No, or, Big or Toilet. Break his balls. Big Toilet's a good guy. Yeah, he had a he had a he check had a, out the Power Moves um, he, podcast. Uh, 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 Instagram because Big Toilet shows us what he eats, which is insane. Yes. But it's, he's not joking. Oh but. man, he's getting so diesel. Oh sure, he's getting fucking jacked. All right, no oh, peace to Big Toilet and his family. Power news you can use, Brooks. Okay, we're really rocking and rolling now. When you get into the power news segment, you know it's time to start really plowing. Sure. So you sent me this story, Brooks. Oh, this uh, this is my new favorite thing, which is I might just start running the Power Moves Twitter because like there's so much Twitter, there's so many stories of just like Power Moves that now I'm like, well, this is this isn't terrible, this is awesome. <laughs> so the headline is Florida woman steals lobster. So an intoxicated Florida woman found herself in a uh, in drunk at a Red Lobster. She's blackout drunk. She's causing a scene and disturbing I, disturbing other customers. I, I mean, I, don't, I mean, I see the problem with the disturbing because, like, if you're at Red Lobster, like, this is not this is special. Yes, it's it's a fancy. Don't when I was fucking, a kid, it was fancy. That's I have it was a, the fanciest restaurant in town. I have a joke about it. About you, real you don't know you're poor until the day you find out people don't consider it. A fancy restaurant. I still think it's like a, a nicer restaurant. Yeah. Okay. Here's my. They have lobster. Here's, here's, uh, yeah. Here's what I would say. Like, if your friends on, like, if your coworkers on a Tuesday were like, "Hey, hey, we're getting after work drinks at Applebee's," you'd be like, "For sure." But if they were like, "Hey, we're getting after work drinks at Red Lobster," you're like, "Who got promoted to president?" Like, wow, I gotta get a jacket. Is I'm gonna it, run home and get a sport coat. Is it fucking prom? <laughs> it is a prom place to go. It's a place to go for prom. Oh man, and then you, and then the thing is, and then you realize as an adult you can just go there, right? But when you're a kid, you wouldn't be able to even get this good stuff. You no, can't yeah. get the crab legs. You no. can't get the red lobster. That's, you can get popcorn, shrimp, and fries. I and talk, that's it. I talk about that too. If you asked me when I was ten how much I thought crab legs cost based on my father's behavior, <laughs> I would say twenty five thousand dollars. So this lady is fucking blackout drunk in this. Uh, St. Because Petersburg she probably just Red became Lobster. fucking president. She's having like wild, zo- like like the like the zombie drinks, blue zombies and things. She gets pissed off. They try to kick her out. She's like, "Fine, fuck you!" And she goes up to the lobster tank that you have in the front of Red Lobster, takes one of the live lobsters out, and runs out the door. It's awesome. Power it's a, fucking it's the, move. It's the biggest power move I've ever heard. I really, I think that that's awesome. You're booted. All right, fine. Well, I'm fucking taking one to go. Yeah, you sold me these drinks. You yeah. saw me his drinks. You did this to me. And now you I can't stay. So I'm taking this with me. <laughs> yeah, you got to go. You, I really hope it was like, you know, she's like, you know, very much just like, that's fine. That's fine. Like slowly walking. That's fine. Uh-huh. That's fine. And then just a real snatch and go. Like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go home and eat this. Oh, I power moves. Oh, man. What a power move. I would love to see that woman just sitting on the curb in the parking lot with her bare hands, just ripping that thing to shreds. Like, I'm eating it. Oh, God. It's still alive. <laughs> it's twitching. Yeah. They're fucking big, mangled Florida mom, drunk ass hands. Also, I don't understand why every story, and this has been talked about, but like, it really is Florida. Uh-huh. Like, 
that could happen in North Dakota. That could happen in Des Moines. Right. That could happen in Ohio. But it always happens. In, it's not in, it's not unheard of to be blackout drunk in a Red Lobster. No. But it, it's always in Florida. I, I'm going to guess that people try and search out Florida stories at this point. Yeah. And I actively try to not use Florida stories because it's, on the show. Because it's like hack. Yeah, because it, it's like hack, but it's the best. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, it's like saying your favorite show is Seinfeld. Like... That's easy, but yeah, it's, it's the great. best. But it's the best. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Man crashes car into courthouse because weed. <laughs> so, all right, I like all this. This is Gulfport, Mississippi. This guy gets arrested after he crashes his pickup truck into a Which is a not courthouse. far from Florida, from the panhandle. 28 year old Keith. No, Cav- that's wrong. I'm thinking of Alabama. I'm sorry. 28 year old Keith Cavalier uh, told the officers he intentionally crashed into the Harrison County Courthouse early Saturday because it was the best way to let them know that his drug paraphernalia had been stolen. <laughs> oh my so God. someone steals this guy's fucking like crack pipe and water bong set, and he freaks out because it's, his stuff's been stolen. So he feels the need to drive his pickup truck into the courthouse so that everyone can pay attention to his drug stuff being stolen. What? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's <laughs> like, that's like, I don't even know what to do. It's, it's like, it's like crashing your car into a police station. Like someone stole my dead body. I was keeping in the, in the basement. Well, I mean, even less than that. It's like, it's like someone stole your bow and arrow. So you shot a cop to be like, I just want everyone to know my bow and arrow is missing. And this is the only way I could get your attention. Like, yo, you really escalated what had just happened, my friend. And he's trashed. I mean, of course he's trashed. I, 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 I guess I shouldn't have said shot a cop, but I mean, you know what I mean? You know what I, yeah, I know what you mean, Brooks. It was no malicious intent there. No, we're, I'm just not, saying like, it's, we're not going to get off trigger. It's here. an overreaction Triggery, to something that's not, not that important. Thing. Correct. Correct. I always love at the end of these stories. Like the last sentence in this one is, it was not known if he has an attorney yet. (laughs) (laughs) Keith. Oh, Keith, you got to get lawyered up, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that's like, can you imagine like being like the the court appointed lawyer for him? Uh That's just like, Like, I, I don't know, man. Just what? I don't even know how to help you on this one, bro. Throughout the whole, just constantly turning to him. What? You didn't. He didn't tell me about that, man. I don't know how to handle this, dude. You didn't. He gets. He gets Charlie's <laughs> uncle from fucking. It's always sunny. The big fake hands. He's the funniest actor ever. That's one of the best episodes of all time. I love this next story. I love it, and I want to support this man. Music teacher punches piece of trash kid in the face. <laughs> now, I made up that headline, but uh, you, I you I saw some of this. You showed it like he. A teacher beat up a kid and everyone yeah. applauded him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's actual online donations at like a GoFundMe that are coming in for this Maywood High School music teacher. Uh, he was arrested after a video went viral showing him punching a 14-year-old student in the face I mean, after the insane. boy used a racial epithet and threw a basketball at him. So this guy's 64. Dude's name is Marston Riley. And he's a beloved music teacher. And this kid just starts going fucking bananas in his in his classroom, calling him the N-word, throws a basketball at him, won't shut the fuck up, this little fucking asshole racist white kid. And this teacher is at the breaking point. And you know how sometimes you see like a punch video where like two baseball players get in a fight on the field and the punches don't really connect? Well, not in this one. Boy, you got to look it up. Uh... 
this guy fucking rocks this kid. Marston has a nasty right hook. And you Oof. hear that pop. You oh, know that, God. You know that. You know that. that. Yeah. Like how, you, well, you know when they do Sweet Chen music, they slap their thighs? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It is. That's a, it's a little WWE inner little. Something you, I never realized that till recently. I'm like, Just how is that boy. connecting so hard? It's because when they do the sweet chin music, they slap their thigh, mm-hmm. and that's when you hear that. Yep. And you're like, oh, wow, that really got their chin. No, it didn't. He hit his thigh. <laughs> so this guy gets fucking smoked. Uh, they arrest him, of course, because, uh, you know. Because you can't no, beat up we a 14 year old. Yeah, you got to figure this out uh, later. But what's great is that. Uh, as of Monday, uh, more than 24 people had donated more than $61,000 to this guy's GoFundMe. Well, he's going to go to jail. He's going to go to jail. He's going to need court costs. But he's shit. going to jail. He's, he's going to spend some time in jail. You can't beat the fuck out of a 14 year old. Well, you know what? I mean, sometimes someone's, some people have to stand up and say, hey, you can't do that to your fucking teacher or you're going to get rocked. I mean, it's a 64 year old man. I mean, it's not like it was an unfair fight. One yeah. guy's 64, one guy's 14. I mean, I'm, let's fucking go. I'm with you, but but I don't know, man. One, my music teacher one time stole, uh, I had a 128-man bracket where I filled it in with Pokemon, and I was uh, flipping an eraser to see who won the bracket, uh-huh. and he took my bracket away yeah. and tore it in half in front of me in the class, mm-hmm. and I wish I knocked him out. <laughs> I, I, if I could go back in time, it would be to punch... <laughs> Mr. Levenhagen in the face so hard for stealing my Pokemon bracket in seventh grade. <laughs> Violence is never the answer. It, it is, is not the it answer. It is if I've worked very hard on that 128-man Pokemon bracket with true, with a true third, which means if you lose in the first round, you can come back and get third. I know uh-huh. a lot about brackets. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. If, I, if, I was if, furious. If, if you, would, you, would you punch him in the face if you ran into him? Like no, I'm an store. adult now, but I wish like at the time oh, no, I was like, not cool. No, <laughs> but, I did run into him. We might've talked about it before, but I ran into uh, another teacher. I didn't get along at a subway once with my mom and he was with his wife. Ooh. And we just had this mutual look of like, we don't talk to each other outside of school. This is outside of school. We are yeah. just civilians. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Don't fuck with me. I won't fuck with you. And it was just like eye contact nods. And we ordered our subway sandwiches. Let's go to the power sports news desk Ooh. with your host, Mike Burns. I'm the host. I mean, I just different me in different costumes. Sure. Yeah, away, no, I, I like this. On. Uh, my beloved, my beloved Draymond Green was suspended for calling KD a bitch several times after Tuesday night's game. And I, I saw this. Oh, my God. That is the softest bullshit that is indicative of today's NBA. Everyone's a coddled baby. And two grown men can't get in a verbal altercation in the locker room. I mean, they're basketball players. When you get mad at someone, you call them a bitch. You call them a motherfucker. You say what have you to your teammate. To express your distaste for the way that they conducted themselves on the court. And Draymond, I feel, was unfairly suspended. It makes me disgusted. Draymond Green is my favorite basketball player in the NBA. He's from Saginaw, Michigan. He went to Michigan State. And he loves taco bread. The best part about Draymond Green, my favorite thing, is there's a place in, uh, in, in Saginaw, Michigan. And this is a quote from Draymond Green. My favorite food, if you ever want to go, I'm from Saginaw, Michigan. We got this taco. We call it taco bread. Some people call it tortillas. It's taco bread, though. We got this taco bread store called Vargas, and they make the best corn tortillas and flour and all that. It's incredible. 
And that just warms my heart. Little things like that from Draymond Green make me want to stand up and say, you know what? If he wants to call KD a bitch, Kevin Durant's going to be a bitch then, I guess. I mean, it's a bitch move to be like, you called me a bitch. Yeah, right. It is. That's a bitch move. Yeah, it is. I mean, I love Kevin Durant. Not to say that I don't love Kevin Durant as a basketball player. He's on my fantasy league. But, but I'm, I mean, it, it's just like, come on, It's a bitch man. move. K- KD's a bitch. And here's why. <laughs> here's why. It's look, look, if you're... If you're a kid, if you're young and somebody bigger than you and mean is calling you a bitch, fuck that person Mm because you are not on equal playing field. Right. That is mean. That's bullying. That sucks. You can be like, yo, they're calling me a bitch. It's really hurting my feelings. I don't like coming to school. If you're a fucking millionaire, Olympic basketball player and someone calls you a bitch, I don't give a fuck. Because right. he's also a millionaire Olympic level basketball player. You're exact even playing field. You can you can always like call someone a bitch at your level or above you. You just can't go below. So Katie's a bitch for getting mad You're about probably it. Probably scared, man. Dede fucking East Side Saginaw. I don't give a shit. Fucking, You're I mean, an it NBA is player. Terrifying, man. You're an NBA player. <laughs> he's a he's also has the, the sweetest smile. Draymond Green has this beautiful, warm, loving smile, but also Terrifying. He'll kick you in the Remember ding Remember when ding, he Brooks. sent pictures? <laughs> yeah, he will. He'll kick all y'all in oh, the ding ding. Oh, go dick punch Draymond. Remember when he sent his dick? He snapped out a pic of his dick to like oh, everyone. Yeah, and it was and, it, and it's a, it was a two toner. It had like the light tip and the rest was real dark. <laughs> I didn't and it was see one, it. Oh man, I, I looked at it. It's, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. You got two, if you got a, if you got a two tone dick, that's fine, man. It oh, doesn't matter. Man. It's all the same in the dark. I just remember that. But they, I vividly can picture Draymond Green's penis I right just, now. And I just that's remember weird. I there guess was, <laughs> there was footage of them warming up down at for the Rio Olympics where they are just laughing oh, so hard about like yo, did you hear what you hear what Draymond did? Yeah, oh, so funny. he took that in good sport. He took the he took his bumps. Everyone oh. was breaking his balls for his two tone yeah. dick that he accidentally put on Snapchat, and he can't. Call Called KD a bitch a couple times. Yeah. Come on, man. KD's a bitch. You you can you can punch up or exactly over, but you can't punch down. KD and Draymond are exactly the same. Well, KD's a better basketball player, so he's even up. So that there you go. Yeah, shout out to Day Day Green, baby. Yeah, we got another cool story about one of our heroes, Brooks Stone Cold has announced that he has quit drinking beer, and I'm gonna guess that this is is a. Uh, uh, temporary thing because you don't quit beer. You can you can quit beer if you have to. Like a tell has to because his liver is gonna die. Sure, but it, I think that Stone Cold is just like a beer guy. I don't think I, he's getting. Well, housed I think it's on important every once in a while just to be like, hey, let me just you know, let me just kick it for like right. a month. Yeah, even if you only drink like two couple beers a night, it's good sometimes. Like I did last week, just take a couple days and be like, you know what. I'm just well, not going to enjoy People did this thing. Sober October. I think that's awesome. It's so wrong. It's so hard, though, because October's like you got football on and you got Halloween and you got all these fun things to do. It's it's just sober November you could do, but then you got Thanksgiving. You got Thanksgiving. And you got, you know, you need red wine and turkey and sure. relax. Look, I'm, just, I'm just saying, I, I, I'm pro Stone Cold. And he's I the best a, part I about Stone also. Cold is then he went to California to get weed because that's the ultimate. He's like, well, I got to be, I got to do something. Right. Yeah. And right. then he got pulled over at a checkpoint coming back into Texas and he's like, oh no, but then he didn't get any traps. Right. He he has a joint and he wants to try it and he uh he gets, that, that's the time he's gonna get pinched. He's like, I need something else. And yeah. I do. When I quit when I don't drink, I, I smoke a lot of weed and it's 
fucking fantastic. I got to tell you, it's legal here. It's like, a, it's just a store. You just go in, just go in the store. Like it's a goddamn 7-Eleven, throw it on the counter and bing, bong, bing. You're yeah. walking home with a bag of uh, chewy treats and some smoke em ups and what have you. I got all stoned, uh, Saturday, just chilling, and I watched the Outlaw King, mm-hmm. the new Netflix like sequel to Braveheart. What was that, Brooks? Even high, <laughs> I was like, "How much is left in this?" You announced you were putting it on. I go, "That's going to be terrible." You and know, it was no, like, "I'm going to get it." You, chance. you guys watched like you got you and Melissa were all over the place, and I kept being like, "There's still an hour left in this somehow." Yeah, we were watching Patriot. Patriot is fucking awesome. Not the seen Mel Patriot. Gibson one. No, I, no, no, no. You told me you're watching Patriot. And I was like, ooh. No, and then you explained it was the, not the one I wanted the, to see. The, the television program Patriot on Amazon Prime season two just came out. I cannot recommend that enough. It is fucking great. But the thing is, the Stone Cold story, uh, it's been plastered all over like bro type uh, websites like the world is over because Stone Cold stopped drinking beer. No, but that's like fucking dumb meathead shit. You can't like, drink forever, man. It's gonna catch up. You it's gotta a, take a break. He's fifty-four years old, man. He's fifty-four. He's a professional drinker. Also, alcohol is a poison. Right. You like every time you drink a beer, you're poisoning yourself a little bit. He's doing DDP yoga. He says he's his strength is up. He says yeah, he's, he's fucking losing jacked. weight. He's losing weight. It's fucking great. Good for Stone Cold. Yeah. He's not being annoying or all preachy about it. No. He's awesome. You got to take a break once in a while because you don't, your worst fucking nightmare, man, is to be like 65 years old and not be able to have a beer when you go to Red Lobster with your family. Can you imagine like. Yeah, I'd have to go straight sober would would be the worst. Yeah, just, just, you know, dip in and out. Take breaks. Just don't get bananas, you know. Don't go all fucking crazy. I love this. This was. Don't drink. Don't drink skunked wine because Carl won't. (laughs) Don't slam. Uh, rotten wine and also i didn't drink <laughs> i ended up couch. not drinking it I, we I, I poured it out because it was bad you did not you could not even stomach it down i remember no, then me and carl went and had oysters then you just topped you know topped off that rotten wine with some oysters yeah then me and carl went and had oysters dump that right in uh stone cold was talking about um he's in japan with the dudley boys He's in Japan right now? He was. He okay. was. He was talking about how much he used to drink. And he says they went through 115 beers that night. It's the most he ever drank. Dudley boys are And a awesome. lot of people are like, hey, was that real beer? And he's like, yeah, it was always real. And he talks about, like, he slams all those beers in the ring. And they don't always air all of it. But when Stone Cold gets tossed those cold ones, he's getting, like, a good third to a half of those beers in his mouth. So... Even if he gets, if he does 10 of those, yeah, that's like four or five beers on an empty stomach after you just worked out in like two minutes, mm-hmm. dude, he, I was, he talk, he was like, yeah, I'd be fucked up. I'd be buzzed up real quick. I, uh, watched, uh, the Dudley boys be inducted into the WWE hall of fame this year. Dudley boys. It was very awesome. Cool. They, they threw someone through a table. It was super fun. Oh yeah. You saw it live. Yeah. I was there live. Must be nice. Shout it out was to Mike great. Holmes. It was great. It was like the most fun. WrestleMania itself was like fucking four hours too long. But other than that. So Lev Bell, uh, Le'Veon Bell, the running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, did not show up to play. And that means he's passed up $14.544 million for the whole season. He will not play this year. Arguably the greatest running back in the NFL just decided to not show up for this year because he doesn't want to get franchise tagged and he wants to be a free agent at the end of the year. But the exchange is that he is passing up $14.5 million. That's, is that a power move Brooks? Yeah. It's a total power move. I looked it up. He'd made is it his, a good power move. Yeah. It's a great power move. Is he uh, just lazy? 
did he get Red Dead Redemption 2 and that's all he's doing at home? No, no. I think maybe he like looked at a book and that was like, oh, hey, everyone who does what I do in 10 years can't walk. Uh-huh. And maybe, you know, that. maybe I should just maybe, you know, fucking invest some of this money I've made and be paid like a fucking gazillionaire, play two more seasons and get the fuck out of right. here. Right. He is going to get fucking paid next year. No matter what anyone says. He's getting fucking paid. And we we just and right fuck before the NFL. Yeah. Fuck the NFL. I love the NFL. That's the I thing. know you love the NFL, but, but fuck, fuck how they treat their yeah, players. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fuck them. They I Rich mean fucks. They they pay they play, me. you know, they pay the players we know great. And then the other players, the fucking off- offensive linemen, those are the guys who can't fucking walk like in like right. 10 years. There should be an NFL. We talked about before, like they need a better, like they should have, they have make so much money. They should be like NFL specific hospitals. Right before the show started, um, we, we were looking at Bleacher Report and uh, they showed pictures of the Pittsburgh Steelers looting Lev Bell's locker. Which I do love. I think that's funny. If he's on, if he was on my team and wouldn't play for $14.5 million, I would be pissed. I, I forget the player's name, but he's, he's, he's trying on all Lev Bell's Air Jordan 11 cleats. And he's like, ooh, these comfy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. That's great. I really it, do like it's that. It's fantastic. Um, we have this next uh, Power Sports segment. I am so fucking excited. Also, wait, hold Brooks. on. Plus, Brooks, we I, got a big... We got well, a, I don't mind Lev Bell leaving. Imagine being teammates with Ben Roethlisberger. He's probably always trying to show you like weird photos of strippers he's just banging. Or his dick. That guy's the grossest. He's probably like, hey, Lev, check out how hot this honey is. Hey, like, check this out. Dude, I don't need to see that shit, Ben. It's like a naked chick, but I'm also in the picture. Yeah, naked. exactly. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger sucks. <laughs> he's a real gross out. Real fucking gross out. Real grabby hands kind of guy. Oh, yeah. Real, hey, want to see what's in the bathroom? So we've been obsessed with Mark Davis, the Oakland Raiders owner. And uh, whether you're a sports fan or not, Mark Davis is a man to be investigated. Uh, We talked about him last week on the show. We posted him on the Insta. We're obsessed with Mark Davis's hair. But this man's, this man's story goes so deep. I, my point of view on Mark Davis has gone 180 degrees. I think he is the coolest motherfucker who's ever owned a football team. So if I don't, I, I don't know how this got by me, but in 2014, uh, Tim Cowan from uh, ESPN, ESPN the magazine wrote this article on Mark Davis. And if you haven't read it, you don't need to because I'm going to go through it right now. He lives Brooks, like you can interject yeah. as you want. He here's just a, a, the header. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. He lives like your weird uncle with no money. Most days start the same, behind the wheel of a white 1997 Dodge Caravan SE outfitted with a bubble-top Mark III conversion kit, a VHS player mounted to the roof inside, and a Raiders personalized plate. Mark Davis pilots this machine from his east home to the nearest P.F. Chang's, where he sits at the left end of the bar, same spot every time, puts his white fanny pack on the counter, orders an iced tea, and unfolds the day's papers. Beside him on the bar next to the papers is his 2003 Nokia push-button phone with full texting capability. When someone calls and asks him where he is, he goes, I'm in my office, and sends a knowing nod to the bartenders. He gets him every time. Dude. He's dad boner. It's a full dad boner. He's Carl Welzine. <laughs> hey, this is insane. They kind of know me at P.F. Chang's. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if you know about the cute waitress at P.F. Chang's, but like. Carly, she, she Carly at P.F. Chang's always gives me an extra iced tea. Yeah, she doesn't charge me for iced tea. Um, okay. I mean, he I mean, does that every day. Does it every day. That's really funny. Are you going to talk about the Hooters? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We're, we are definitely going to get to that. Uh they also talk about how um, 
And I'll, I'll, the players love him. The players genuinely like him because he wants to be friends with the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's not some. He's he is a psycho. During training training camp, uh, this guy walks into uh, Morimoto. It's his favorite place in Napa during tra- during training camp. And when he walks in, he's greeted like a fucking king because he's a bazillionaire who owns a football team. And mm-hmm. of course, they're excited for Mark Davis to come in. But Mark Davis says, "You know, I always use open table." Yeah, he's, he brags that he's being treated well because he uses open table to make his own reservations. Yeah, yeah he's he's the best. Uh, continue. I, I don't want to. So uh, when his father was alive, Mark was not allowed to fly on the team charter plane uh, because his dad's an asshole. His dad is an asshole. So he can't fly on the charter. He, he can't fly. With he thinks it's like bad luck. No, that was. He, yeah, that's what he says. He's just like, I don't need Mark around. He gives me the fucking heebie-jeebies. <laughs> That guy is a walking heebie-jeebies. They both are. Al Davis? Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Mark Davis, we're learning, is fucking awesome. So yeah. Mark would fly southwest. Of course, he would pick, like, the cheapest shit. Cheapest airline. And then he would buy three seats. Three seats. So he could lay down. But but here, so southwest is like a fucking bus. You, you, you get on, and then you pick your seats. So what he would do is he'd get on first. Uh-huh. He'd buy the, I went on first. Then he'd sit down, and he'd pull out two reserved placards from uh-huh. his own little fanny pack and put them on the seats next to him. So you would walk in, you would see this fucking haircut psychopath <laughs> sitting alone with two reserved seats next to him. And with like, cards what? sitting on the, t- like, yeah. don't sit here. Don't these, start, are these are reserved. All. These are mine also. Like, the fuck is going on? Um, he's worth an estimated $500 million. Mm-hmm. And he has a, he has a home in the Palm Desert. Which is when he goes there. He drives a $12 a day rental car, so he saves the $50 cab ride back and forth. He also, this is what blows me away more than anything in any of this story. He gets his haircut, the haircut Uh that we posted at the same place in Palm Desert. Yeah, it's not like he's hacking it off with like like kids safety scissors at home. He flies from Oakland to Palm Desert to look like he does. To get that Roman... Uh, yeah, that, he calls nah. it a Roman centurion haircut. <laughs> it's <laughs> like a the fucking w- idiot. It's the worst Clooney haircut of all time, but he fucking loves it and thinks it's fucking cool. He thinks it's a power move, to, which I agree. Like, imagine being, you know, worth $500 million and owning an NFL team and thinking that's cool and be like, here's my boys. We all own a team. And so does Mark Davis. So they talk about him going to Hooters. With, with the players. With Oakland fullback Marcel Reese and ex-Raider George Atkinson, who are still but He doesn't even play there anymore. They're just That's friends. That's how fucking rad Mark Davis yeah. is. So they go to this Hooters for twelve ninety nine all-you-can-eat wings night, and Davis would brag how they'd never charge us, quote, but it just feels better to say you're getting all you can eat for twelve dollars. Yeah. He goes to he's a, worth five hundred million dollars and he loves a value loves value, value buffets value buffets not regular price buffets he's the best i uh, love him he, i want the raiders oh dare you do you write down about how he quit drinking and i have when everything I have okay. everything bruce okay. we'll get to it don't sweat it baby i'm just saying don't man that's, it, i was pacing after i read that story i was in heaven in 2014 when this was written he quit drinking 15 years ago when he realized it was time to prepare himself to run the team he says, I'll go back to drinking if we win the Super Bowl or I get married. Then he cocks his head to the side. The first one will be because I want to. The second one will be because I have to. Yeah. So, wife jokes. So he's doing it. He's doing a uh, doing wife bits. He doesn't even have. He's not married, but he's like, if I ever do get married. Oh, boy, that's going to be tough for me. For you, Mark. 
it's it's gonna be hard on you. Oh my gosh. He uh he says he's never worked a nine to five, and then he has this job. So they they had him involved in the retail and developing like Raider uh, gear and things that they'd sell in the Raider image stores that you see in a mall and whatnot in Oakland area. But he works in the equipment room for a time, and he invented the muff style hand warmer for players. Which, that muff that quarterbacks keep yeah. in their little they put their little handsies in when they're to get warmed up. He, that didn't exist before him. Yeah, he invented it. Thinks the, outside the box, this guy. This guy's the fucking best. And he invented the slogan, real men wear the muff. Yeah, he's I mean, awesome. I mean, that's fantastic. He's an innovator. Mark Davis is the fucking man. I look up to Mark Davis. Um, after the Raiders' uh, third preseason game, which would be in, uh, I guess that'd be 2014, he uh, holds up a piece of paper. You can tell the story, Brooks. Wait, what? The paper? Oh my god. He's well, I mean he just does dumb shit. He does dad boner shit all the time. So he, they have a bad game and he's hanging out with their GM, right? It's his mm-hmm. GM who is in charge of like player what players they need and uh, he just tears two corners. No, oh, I already I already he tears the corners off of a piece of of a napkin. So the napkin only has like two corners at the bottom and then it looks like, you know, it's been dog-eared at the top. Uh-huh. He hands it to the GM and he's like, "This is what I need." And the guy's like, "What? The fuck are you doing, dude?" <laughs> He was like, this is what I need for the team. And he's like, napkins? Like, what? He goes, no. Two corners. Like, that's how he talks. <laughs> he thinks he's, he's like, yeah. It's like, dude, just say two corners. What are you doing this fucking display shit for? In 1980, uh, Cliff Branch is uh, it was a 14-year career wide receiver for the Raiders. And he's he want, you know, he needs like a last-ditch deal to get paid before he retires. So Branch has Mark Davis represent him. Be his manager. Mark, Mark Davis's dad his agent, owns actually. the team. Yeah. And negotiates some big fucking deal that like burns Al Davis and he, he loses all this money. Yeah, he fucking that dude is still getting paid by the Raiders. He, yes. Mark Davis did such a good deal with Al Davis that Al Davis kicked him out of the house uh-huh. until they won the Super Bowl, and that player was very instrumental in them winning the Super Bowl. And then Al was like, "All right, Mark can move back in." You no, know, you know what he does? No, after they do that, uh, Al Davis makes starts to speak to Mark Davis again. Okay, and he makes him move in with Cliff. Okay, he has to live with the player. <laughs> Cliff Branch and Mark Davis live together. Yeah. He makes his son go live with a football player. They live off of Sunset in L.A. Like, of course, Mark Davis thinks that's the... They probably live, like, right in Hollywood. Yeah, like, and then they got, by like... the rainbow and, yeah. like, the fucking whiskey and, and go-go they got two pot-belly pigs, right, that he called his children? Right. Those yeah. were his kids. Well, yeah. silver one and a black one. Uh, He's the best. They talk about the hair more. Um, yeah, he does. He, he flies... He's also from, pretty. He's also pretty uh, progressive when it comes to standing or kneeling for the flag. At first, he like asked everybody not to, but then when Trump was like called the, called like the NFL sons of bitches, like that's when Mark Davis was like, "Hey guys, whatever you do, it's not up to me. Um, just if you're wearing a Raiders jersey, do it with respect." And I was like, "That's fucking dope. <laughs> that's just like a good dude." Yeah. Yeah, he's just like a simple guy. He's just like, hey, man, yeah. just be chill. <laughs> yeah, well, and also he's just like, hey, man, if you're going to kneel, just just do it respectfully. Yeah, just, just whatever you do, don't, don't do it with respect. Yeah. It. That's all I ask. Do whatever you want. I'm doing whatever I want. Look at my fucking hair. Mark Davis, huge champion. Uh, at the end of the article, he finds out that his Raiders van, R8-D-E-R-S, his white uh, Mark III bubble top uh, 
a caravan, a white minivan. He finds out that this is just on the internet and is a thing like that people like to look at. And he uh-huh. goes bonkers. He starts laughing so hard. He starts crying. Yeah. He thinks it's the best thing ever. He goes, people like my van? Yeah. No, dude. We like everything you do. Yeah. He's the fucking power move. Wait, salute did you put to down his Davis. three favorite restaurants? Did you write those down? Um, no. It was number one, any PF Chang's. Of course. Number one. Number two, a stone crab place in Miami. And then uh, number Joe th- Stone Crab, Joe Stone Crab, Joe's, yeah, it's fantastic. And then Fucking number key lime pie, three man. was Dantana's mm. in Hollywood. Yeah, these are all places we lo- I love. There. All of these places <laughs> these are all great places. He has impeccable taste, he, except for that fucking hair. But it is—he is the only guy with that haircut. Yeah, how can't you can't say that, Brooks? Neither can I. No, other people have our haircuts. That guy has a great no one haircut. has his haircut. He's great. Uh, Power Foods, really quickly. Um, Brooks, I went to the 7-Eleven that's two blocks away on uh, Franklin. Did you do it? Did you do what we talked about? No. Here's the, here's the issue, Brooks. We'll, we'll discuss that other thing later. They have made the hot dog rollers Uh and where you get, or you get the little, the crunchy like egg roll type things. Mm -hmm. It's self-service. Oh, people are getting their paws on them. I mean, Brooks, you know what kind of element we have in this neighborhood. Oh no. It's fucking Thunderdome around when here. When did this happen? Because this is brand new. It's such a bad idea. Yeah, you I, I don't I want, can't have those things I don't anymore. Want anybody who lives in this neighborhood's breath on my no, food. No, so everyone in the line, I mean, and sometimes it is so thick and rancid with alcohol and and drug and BO smell that you have to leave the store. Now those people are all standing next to the hot dog rollers and the big bites that we occasionally like to have. If we learned Brooks shouldn't have them, I haven't had I should one. Should not since. have them either, but it has completely taken them off the table for us. Yeah, they're gone. It's shocking that you would think that this is remotely okay. I, I understand <sighs> if it's like a corporate decision. Maybe our friend Scott, who works at Seven Eleven, can check in and give us the deets. Now, four ones, ones is yeah, that, is. yeah, that's a terrible idea. I mean, maybe for a nice Seven Eleven, but we do not live next to a nice Seven Eleven. No, we don't. They don't even have beer. That fucking Seven Eleven sucks my dick fucking makes me mad only 7-eleven in the goddamn world with no beer we got to go far away to get beer so no beer hassle tons of weirdos tons of weirdos plus it's right next to a fucking crossfit thing so you walk out and you get <laughs> fucking blown up by some psychopath who's doing carrying wind a, sprints he's doing street. wind sprints carrying a keg down franklin <laughs> which is a busy street it's not like it's in the middle of nowhere <laughs> got chains on his ankles like, yeah Argh. he's like running past the movie theater fucking with a fucking tire around his arm layering just fucking i don't mind i'm not it's not that i'm against fucking right cross training or whatever the fuck that's called but like fit crossfit crossfitting don't do it in the middle of the goddamn street. Or the 7-Eleven parking lot, which yeah. I see when they try and cheat. They're supposed to run around the block, and they cut through because they don't want their trainer to see them, and they think they can get away with it. Very irresponsible training. Let's get into some P-mail, Brooks. Excited. It's P-mail. It's where we hear from all the daddies out there. The daddies, the writing in with the story. If you, you want to make the team and you got a funny story and it blows our dicks off, send it to Power Moves with Mike Burns at Gmail to have it possibly featured on the show. We got some great, great stuff this week, Brooks. Get some good daddy the, power mail. The daddies come with a such hot fire that... It's hard to pick, and we're going to have to do a bonus episode. All right, we've been talking about it too long. Uh, we got to do it eventually. They're getting backlogged. It's going to happen. Let's see what the daddies have to say out there. Come on, daddy. Think you're out here. You're working hard. Come on, just send in some daddy mail. Thank you, Brooks. 
Took it to the Outback on Saturday is the subject of this. Email. I'm already in. Fucking Outback's delicious. That's what I told him. I sent him back. I didn't even read this. I just emailed him back. I go, you're on. Don't even have to think yeah. about it. Hey, Mike, last Saturday started off as a pretty dreary and domestic one for the family and me here in suburban Richmond, Virginia. We started the day with haircuts for the kids in the morning and then off to the mall for various errands. To give you some context, an, an expiring buy one, get one free coupon for a Yankee candle was a critical part of the day's agenda. Oh, no. It was a college football Saturday, and we were not doing my thing. That's not your thing at all. By the way, Iowa football fucking blows, and I'm glad I don't have to watch it anymore. One of the reasons most of my relationships have fallen apart is because someone has wanted to do activities like that while I wanted to watch football, and then it's like... <sighs> Well, well guess I don't, this isn't I don't even give out. a shit about the NCAA football anymore because Iowa sucks. Real stink pile. It was it got close to being lunchtime and we were kicking around food options. The wife threw out Outback Steakhouse and said it was only a short drive away. So we both generally favor local spots over a chain, but after listening to you and Brooks talk up the virtues of quality chains on your respective podcasts, and since we had kids with us, it was a it was game. I was game for a trip down under influencers. We're influencers, dude. Bro. Plus, Outback Steakhouse. I've been recently. They got that. You have the kids with you. They got the little fucking little tiny iPads on there. You yep. can play trivia. Oh yeah. Guess what? They're playing games. You Big and your TVs. wife making eyes at each Man. other. Sounds nice. I love it. That's a fantastic way to spend a little something for you, a little something for the kids. It's so fun. Outback did not disappoint. The wife and I each got an ice-cold Sam Adams Oktoberfest and mm. split some bloom petals to start. Oh, hell yeah. So man. good dipping them. Mm. I wanted to go full blooming onion at first, but we went with just petals for health. <laughs> That's some dumb shit right there. Just You're there. Get the blooming onion. Those it's an experience. Those petals are good, though. They're like onion chip type things. Otherwise, yeah. you got that big globby mess. It's a glob. Yeah, but, you don't. I've never eaten the whole blooming onion. Besides, I figured I should keep my bot on point in case lunch beers led to things getting consensual with the wife while the kids took their naps. Wink. Whoa. <laughs> hey, now. All right. All right. The kids couldn't handle the bold Aussie flavors of the bloom petals, but they be but they behaved. Uh, we got to enjoy some tasty burgers piled high with all the toppings, and the wife took the lead in ordering a second round of Sam Tober's Power Move Sam Tober's. It's always fun when the significant others like one another one. You're like, I was trying to be you, good. Yes, you immediately turn into like Kevin yeah. James yeah. or something from from like, oh boy, really? Yeah. I can have two beers. I wasn't thinking about it, but I mean, if you insist. <laughs> Thank you, master. Yeah, I gotta say, a lunch at Outback perked up an otherwise lame Saturday. I won't go into nap time details. Gotta respect the ladies. So he boned for sure. He's, oh, he's licked yeah. and sticked it. I know. Oh, my God. But I am for sure steering next week's errands to the mall near Chili's for responsibly getting afternoon bombed on top shelf Mars. Love the pod. Keep up the great work. Chili's is great for Margs because they give you the little pour. You get to pour your own little. They give you like your own little margarita and then they give you the shaker with a little left in it. Oh, P.S. Maybe leave my name out. If you read this on the pod, the wife might not appreciate the casual talk of midday cold ones and carnal passions. Yeah, no, we didn't say anything. Nah, names. nah, we got you, dog. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna rat you out, man. See, that's not like a hilarious story, but it really took us to a place we could both picture being. There. Oh, with the fact, like he's good at like drawing an image when he's like, buy one, get one at a Yankee candle. Fuck. You know what I love is like, are you when, when you're when you're at work listening to this at your desk, like you kind of you kind of live vicariously through like when i'm at a desk job type of thing like that all i want is just be at an outback chilling out with one of those big sam adams i'm going through my head right now i can't get to a i can't enjoy i have no time to go have some cold ones 
Because I got to get on a red eye to fucking Tallahassee tomorrow night. I want to go to a fucking chili so bad. Sounds now. great. We should go to the Bur- go to Burbank right now. Hit that Hooters. I can't. I got. I got. Earned to do it. My one Doing tiny a good job. job on the show here. Right. This next one is titled Power Poop. And I think this is from a, from a, a dadette. No, no. D-I-D-A-D-D-I. No, no, no. They're all daddies. They're all daddies. They're all daddies. I know. I'm just trying to get creative. A lady daddy. Lady daddy. Hey, Mike and Brooks. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I've listened to Entry Level for a while now, and I was so pumped when I found out Mike was starting a podcast, too. You got it. That's my my podcast. You guys always make me laugh and make my commute to work a little less shitty. I was recently reminiscing about college with a friend, and one of my all-time favorite memories came up. I didn't realize it then, but the whole story revolves around a young woman making a power move. This story is a little long but it's worth hanging in there it comes for a full circle ah we got time on our walk home from the bars one night my two friends hannah and rosie and all decided to make a stop at little caesar's we went to school at clemson university which is in a small college town with literally only two restaurants that stay open as late as the bar little caesar's being one of them Needless to say, it's always a shit show when back full of drunk daddies. And this night was no exception. Hannah and Rosie head to the bathroom while I waited in line for our hot and ready. While they're waiting in the bathroom line, they notice an extremely drunk girl behind doing a pee-pee dance. Hands on crotch, legs crossed. This lady daddy had to go. She's already she's also struggling to stay standing, so they're a little concerned for her. It's a one-person bathroom, and when they get their turn, they offer to let her, let her go in front of them. That's nice. That's a nice gesture. Yeah, that's, that's not happening in Iowa City. In Iowa City, if somebody needs to go... You to your pants, the, motherfucker. Yeah, you go outside. But I remember my brother visited Iowa City one time. Poncheros was the fucking nightmare. Poncheros, and man. Late night big burrito from he Poncheros. Took, he took a bomb. big giant... He took one bite of his burrito, and then somebody t- called him like a fuck or something. And he smoked the dude in the face with the burrito. <laughs> just like full on. It's nothing. It was nothing like physical. I mean, he just hit the guy in the uh, face with the, he threw it at him and it just, the burrito exploded on his face. And we're all just like, oh my God. That's like, fucking rad. Cause it's not like punching some, it's not going to start no. a fight. It was just like shocking. Your like brothers are wild, wasted man. that burrito, man. She insists they go first. So Hannah and Rosie go in together. Before they know it, the drunk girl is in the bathroom with them. They're confused. They figure, oh, well, guess she wants to join. She's still pee dancing, so they tell her to go first. My friends try to give her some privacy and huddle together in the corner. Then they realize this girl is not just peeing. <laughs> she is full on capital letters shitting in front of two strangers in a Little Caesars bathroom. <laughs> Power move. Oh, man. She's also trying to carry on a conversation whilst shitting. <laughs> As any real power pooper would do. Yeah. Shocked, of course, they politely chat with the girl, do their thing, and get out of the bathroom as quickly as possible. Meanwhile, I'm waiting outside, tearing up our pizza. They come running out and tell me about the debauchery they just witnessed. We had a good laugh, ate our pizza, and walked our drunk asses home. We, of course, tell the story of Poop Girl all week to anyone who will listen. But her identity remains a mystery. Cut to a year later. Ooh. Rosie and I are at her favorite bar. She's off getting a drink, and I run to a girl I knew from my hometown. She's one of those acquaintances that you only have because your mom is acquaintances with some strange woman. And this is that strange woman's kid. <laughs> it's so yeah, it's like true. the Mary Kay lady or something. Oh, it's the worst when your mom's like, I talked to Henry from eighth grade on the on Facebook. I gave him your phone number. You're like, what? You did what? Yeah. Uh, then you got to avoid that. It's rough. The apple didn't far fall from the tree, and these apples are some weird ones. 
She tells me that she bought a bottle of wine at Walgreens and drank it alone in her car before coming downtown. <laughs> this is great. She then proceeds to fall off her stool and knock down two other stools as she tumbles to the floor. It's safe to say she's not having the best night of her life, but she wants to chat. I just can't seem to get away, so I suck it up and try to help her to stay standing. <laughs> I spot Rosie across the bar, and her eyes get huge when she sees who I'm talking to. I'm kind of confused as to why she has this reaction, but I figure it's because this girl was on the floor just minutes ago. (laughs) Rosie eventually makes her way over and saves me from the chick. Her look of concern then becomes clear when she asks, why are you talking to poop girl? (laughs) (laughs) It's Gail the snail. Little, It is Gail the snail. Little did we know weird acquaintance girl was also little Caesar's poop girl. (laughs) And to be honest, it wasn't, I wasn't one bit surprised that this chick took a shit in front of two strangers. (laughs) It made perfect sense. And just like that, the mystery of poop girl was solved. I don't think I'd ever shit in front of some strangers in a one person bathroom, but I kind of respect her for it she power pooped and that's kind of the ultimate power move thanks for sticking around for the story i hope you share it on the podcast story. also power poop new segment idea i mean we definitely could do that no 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 i got one more quick one okay. one more quick one. Oh, it's, it's from uh, the land of brooks it's called big mama likes his bush light warm is that a power move so i need to fill you in on big mama i can't show the picture but the listener did send a photo of this man this guy is the real fucking deal. Okay. He is he is everything you could hope for. I'll show him. Oh, he's from Iowa? Yeah. I, maybe you know him. Sup? Rob from Iowa City here. And he, this is a guy. He's sure. like real funky, like cool dad boner type of cat. But his name is Big Mama. Mm-hmm. That's the best name I've ever heard for a guy. Big Mama. Yeah. Because, so, I mean, it's like it's like Queens of the Stone Age because they're like, we're yeah. going to rock hard, but yeah, we're going to yeah, be yeah, called, yeah. we're going to give ourselves a girl name. Sup? Rob from Iowa City here. Everyone in the IC area knows Big Mama rocks it from cornfield to cornfield with the heat of a thousand suns. Very nice. Whether it be late night jacuzzi parties, beer runs in the 94 Coke White Marrow, or saving your ass in an actual house fire because that's his fucking job, Big Mama is one bad daddy. But sometimes when you bring the thunder, along comes the rain. Big Mama is sick and tired of corn cobs showing up to his parties and drinking his beer without replenishing it. So instead of not partying, Big Mama has decided to acquire a taste for warm bush lights. (laughs) You're now free to drink any of Mama's beers, but they will be warm and taste like stale piss from a hobo boot. Is this a power move? Big Mama's saving beer. People are actually bringing cold ones to the pad. If Mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Power move. That's fucking... you're, You're drinking something disgusting? Power so move. no one else can. I have don't mind any. bush light at all. I, like I get warm, excited when I see bush light. Piss warm bush. That's light what though. I grew up. We used to drink warm bush lights <laughs> because we just, we would like hide them in the barn. Like, I don't mind bush light either. Not that I had a barn, but it'd be like at my friend Brian's barn. He there was a corner. You can't put them in the fridge. Your parents will see them. It's just so sad. Grown man's got to drink shitty beer, so no one else will take it. No, it's great. That's a power move. I want. I want. Man, it sounds like it makes me. I don't know if I miss Iowa City. I'd die if I lived there now. I mean, you got nothing else to do. 
people like me and you, we can't work there. What are we going to do? We're just going to My friend, die. My, my best friend, like who I lived with in college, he got, he bought an, a condo in Coralville, which is right outside Iowa City. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, when you turn 25, it gets real sad around here. <laughs> a, you can't be, unless you're working for the university, you shouldn't be living in Iowa City post-college. Yeah, I mean, that's probably. You go to the, like, he would text me. We were, we were like 30. He's like, I went home with a 19-year-old last night. I'm like, Bubble gum. Real, real, what are you doing? Real Matthew McConaughey days. She's a sophomore in college. Uh, boy. He's like, I know, man. Sounded I got, good right away. And I got no friends. Just, he, this he's, is sad. He's moved to Denver, though. He's moved, he's moved to Denver. He's doing good there. He's the same guy who woke up in a hospital um, one time. Oh, bubble gum. What'd Bub- you do? He did not know. Uh, and then they handcuffed him and... T- he was too drunk to take to the police station, so they took him to the hospital and uh, and um, handcuffed him to this hospital bed. Oh, bubble gum. I want to thank all the daddies out there. Just tremendous stories today. Chris, just, just th- tremendous. Thank you to the daddies. Really appreciate all the all the information. You uh, really nice. Let's uh, let's start to wrap it up with some power grooves. Oh, I forgot about power grooves. Oh. Do you have one, Brooks? Man, I guess you go first, because I've been thinking. Oh, I'll, I'll give you a minute. I'll give you a minute. Gather yourself. Uh, my song of the week that I have been rocking is Shut Em Up. It's off the deluxe edition of The Day Is My Enemy by The Prodigy. Um, it's basically a matchup, mashup of uh, Shut Em Down by Public Enemy off Apocalypse 91, The Enemy Strikes Back, and The Prodigy's stand-up. Uh, it is so fucking get you excited and fun and bright it, it, it's, it, I'm absolutely addicted to it. They played it at the end of uh, Showtime's Shut Up and Dribble uh, series, which is really great. You should check that out. Check that out. That's about uh, and NBA players. You know, like they're supposed to shut up and dribble. Now well, that's have what that one opinions. Fox News lady said. Right. It's it's really really good, and uh, that song is just it's just banging. So uh, you can find that on 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 your Spotify's and whatnot. Shut them up, but okay. and, and it's by like. It says like the the prodigy and public enemy and Manfred Man whatever is sampled in there, but you gotta peep it. Uh, okay, mine. I was just playing right before we started because I'm going on this tour, mm-hmm. uh, which you should all come out and see. Uh, I so I downloaded. I made a tour mix because if you perform at comedy clubs, sometimes they fucking suck, and they're like, "Let's play jock jams to get everybody right. riled up," and because you know nothing's funnier than fucking jock. A lot, lot of stained. I hate maybe that some, shit. Maybe some Nickelback. So I make my own playlists. I make. I do a power move when I go to a comedy club. I go. You have to play this music before the show starts because I want Absolutely. all the. The audience members in the right vibe mm-hmm. listening to good music not being like this fucking sucks so the what i have to kick off the playlist is uh is uh, uh this song called i got the moves it's by a, a lady band called habibi and they're fucking rad uh it's just great it's like a set it sounds like surf rock but they're new and they're great dig it yeah super fun super cool uh, lady band, I got the moves. It'll get you. It, it'll get you in a good mood to w- listen to some comedy. That is a good song. I haven't heard that in a long yeah. time. I got the move. It's great. Fantastic. Power grooves. Um, we uh to close out the show. Uh, you know what? Let's do the other crap first. Uh, thank you to the daddies. Thank you to the daddies out there. Five star reviews. We're trying to. What do we go? We're like 150, 200. Yeah. We're floating. Let's in there. get to 500. Let's get to 500 together. Let's get to 500 that's, reviews. That's it. Just give me that 500 reviews. And once we get to 500 cooking. reviews, Kid Rock will come on yep. and tell us 
one hour of power moves he's made. That is a power moves we promise. We can't have Kid Rock on unless we get 500 reviews. We so need 500 please. reviews and then an hour of Kid Rock telling us his personal power moves. Five stars. You can you can put up the review and, and give it five stars. And then you can text me or tweet at me and be like, hey, man, good. I did that. And I'll be so appreciative. So super appreciative. Uh, but to close out the show, uh, we're going to play a song from waves waves is a fantastic los angeles based band they're also on they're on my fucking uh pre-show playlist yes so i i reached out to uh, and we, i didn't i didn't even know this that i was making the playlist completely separate of you doing this and then you were playing it i was like what are you playing the song for i was just put it's great see brooks we're starting to sync we're starting to get in the same <laughs> mind know. space oh no see we're all starting we're like we're starting sorority to share sisters sharing oh, a brain god Okay. I, I, I reached out to Stephen Pope. He's the bass player. Stephen is the real fucking deal, man. Uh, go check out Stevie Pop Jr. S-T-E-V-I-E-P-O-P-J-R on Instagram. You will not be disappointed. Um, uh, he's nice enough to ask his manager, like, what songs we could play. I was like, hey, man, I try and play, you know, working man, fucking rock and roll, uh, bands that are up and coming, bands that uh, I feel deserve more attention than they're Waves getting. Waves are more than up and coming. Oh, Waves yeah, yeah, rule. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, not everyone. You know, I can't... Ex- you, you can't assume that everyone in the Midwest or one, anything. Yeah, one of my waves. favorite bands is Twin Peaks, and they open for Waves, and that's fucking dope. Well, a, a lot of their uh, indie stuff is totally chill for us to play. And again, thank you so much to Stephen Stephen Pope. I mean, that's just such a nice thing to be able to talk back and forth and, and for him to take his time, take time to ask and clear these songs for us. Hundred percent. So uh, at the end of the show, you're gonna hear it. Enjoy "Idiot" from Waves off their 2010 album "King of the Beach." <laughs> Thanks for the good tunes, and you can check them out everywhere you listen to music. Support artists making cool stuff. Anything else, Brooks? Just feel better, Big Toilet. We love you. Yeah, baby. Big Toilet. Thoughts and prayers, dog. Power vibes. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys.
Yeah.